Oh, yeah. That's right. We have returned, baby. That's right. Yin Yang Reviews is back. What is going on, my brother from another mother? Filmmaker, director, he's done it all. Billy Hanson, welcome back, bud. How's it going? Yeah, man. You know, it's... we've done this enough times now. I'm starting to hear that intro song in my dreams. <laughs> in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to get gotta get the intro in there, get everybody pumped up. Love it. That's right. The director of Bone Cold. That's right. Hanging out with your boy Samurai Guy. So make sure you guys check out his psychological horror thriller. That's right on Amazon Prime. And soon to come to Tubi, but it's also on Peacock as well. And you can get it on Blu-ray. So check out some cold that be bone. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound right at all. That's the, that's the sequel title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you guys check it out. It's, it's, it's really entertaining. I really enjoyed that. But uh, yeah, man, we are back with another Yin Yang Reviews video. The series that me and Billy uh, created and started here for the channel, uh, where we get, a, we get an excuse to review two films and talk about two movies that are the complete opposite, uh, which in this case, they're in the same genre, but they're still completely two different type of movies Yeah, in yeah. the genre of horror. Completely, uh, you know, two, uh, two different types, so. Uh, but... <laughs> Back in the uh, back in the day, you know, five thousand years ago, in the back in twenty twenty three, we were having a blast. So if you guys missed this episode, please check out uh, oh, the last Yin Yang reviews that we did. Uh, sometimes they come back in Gerald's game. We were it was all about the Stephen King, and we did that yeah. uh, during uh, October, the month of October. In the spirit of Halloween, and I, I that's probably one of our best episodes. I think. I think so. I remember having a lot of fun in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We a lot about guys. the music. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the Lifetime Channel music for exactly. sometimes they come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you guys have not seen this episode, please check it out for sure uh, here on the channel. It's a lot of fun, and the goal because we were trying to do Yin Yang reviews every week. The goal was to to pick a director, um, and we were going to do two films from that director. And so the next goal was Clive Barker, and we were like, we don't want to do Hellraiser. I mean, we love Hellraiser, yeah. but we don't want to we don't do Candyman. It's like everyone's reviewed, talked about yeah. those movies five billion times. Let's go to the obscure stuff, you know. Let's this is Clive Barker, you know, inspired, or they used his shorts to create their own movies. Let's yeah. let's do that. It'd be a lot more interesting. And oh, was it interesting? We have we I'm have so two today. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad we did. I love Candyman. Like can, when I think of Clive Barker, oh, Candyman is, like, yeah, is my thing. Like that one, yeah. I'll never forget that movie. Uh, but I'm glad I we did these because it gives me a much better idea of how messed up that guy must be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's fun. It's yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, it's fun to take a beak a, a beak. I can speak of the English today. I'm I'm just I just woke up, guys. Give me give me give me a break here. A peek into the mind. Oh yeah, of, of the of the legend. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm still glad that we did not forget these because we were still gonna like, hey, let's bring back Yin Yang, yeah. and uh, we were like, hey, which movie should we do? And I was like, hey, let's just still stick to the plan and uh, let's yeah. do the Clive Barker choices. Oh, we got Kevin in the house from the UK. Evening oh, movie hey. dojo army, Fats Emmer guy, special guest Billy Hansen. Some people call him Billy Handsome. Oh shit! Yeah, actually, most people call me that. No, no, no. Yes, it was an interesting watch. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, for sure. 
Very yeah. different. I, I, like I all the movies it, too that we've watched, like even the ones that were like, "What the hell was this?" Yeah, we have the best time watching them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I still recommended um, Cherry Three Thousand or Cherry. Uh, oh, Cherry Two Thousand. Two Thousand. Yeah. I think I still recommended it, even though I had a lot of issues with it. I think I still yeah. recommended that because I know people enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back again with another yin yang. Uh, do you have IMDb up uh, loaded? Uh, I do. And loaded. Yes. Do. Thank you so much. Uh, he is he is uh, Mr. Plot Synopsis uh, reader on yin yang. Oh, yeah. I'm having him do all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's oh, go ahead and kick it off. Let's start with. Uh, Book of Blood. Now, I had no idea. I watched this on Tubi. Both of these films mm -hmm. are on Tubi. I watched it. I watched Book of Blood on Tubi. Apparently, there's an unrated director's cut version, and I'm curious if that was better. Interesting. Yeah. I saw the DVD cover, and it said unrated uh, cut. So I don't know. If you guys have seen that, let us know if that's a better version of the film. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's Let's kick it off. Book of Blood. All right, Book of Blood. A paranormal expert discovers a house that is at the intersection of so-called highways, transporting souls in the afterlife. There you go. There you go. And the that movie. And the movie. Synopsis. Constant. Yeah, I know. Well, it's IMDb, right? Yeah, IMDb classic plot synopsis. But don't forget, everybody watching these are these will be spoilery. Yin Yang yeah. reviews are usually spoilers. Uh, but yeah, you could do your version of the plot synopsis, Billy, if it makes it easier. Man, yeah, I feel like it's a paranormal professor uh, recruits a tech guy and a supposed psychic to look into this haunted house and finds right. this intersection and yes. then discovers that I mean, I don't know if we want to get into the ending and stuff now, but there's uh, a lot of interaction, say, between the dead souls and this living psychic. Right. Yes. Yes. And so it's very is. gross and gruesome. <laughs> well, uh, right off the bat, I say the, the the best, most interesting and craziest scene is the beginning, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was uh, insane, dude. That, me, you know, I started the movie... And uh, I was like, you know, like kind of put it on and I had like, like kids running around in the back and, and you know, all this stuff. And I was kind of like tucked away to myself. And then that scene happened and I went, Jesus, I need to watch this in private. Like yeah. when everyone's asleep, <laughs> like no one needs to see this or even know this yeah. is happening. <laughs> so that oh, really kicked it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's crazy in the beginning. And and poor, I feel sorry for this girl, you know, yeah. poor thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, when you didn't think it was going to get worse, it got worse. I couldn't tell. Like <laughs> at first, I couldn't tell what was happening. Yeah, I was kind of like, "Is she being assaulted by yes. a ghost?" You know, because yes. that's what it looks like. It like that's what's pulls happening. her underwear down for a second, yeah. and I was yeah. like, "What am I watching right now?" Yeah, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it just <laughs> rips her face off, and it's. Yeah. I think I've talked to you before about how it's hard to get me with practical effects in movies. As, yeah. You know, I do it a lot. I work with practical effects people. I know how it's sort of constructed. That one got me really good. I was like cringing and oh, like yeah. ducking away from the screen a little bit. That one was, that was a gnarly effect. Yeah. I think, I think I, my response was, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. That was my response. <laughs> Cause it was just like, Oh man. And it it looked, was sudden still, and out of nowhere. She was still alive for a second. Yeah. 
Yeah, was like, you, Jesus. that's right. They show her with no face, just skull and teeth. It looks like they live. Yeah, and like, she's like moving. Yeah. And, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Jesus. that was a promise of a very nasty movie. Right. And I don't well, think it yeah. ever got to that point again. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, but yeah, a crazy uh, scene, which leads to, again, because of what happened, uh, you know, our uh, uh, Professor Thirsty. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're going to call her Professor Thirsty. That's a solid uh, name for her. <laughs> I mean, Gatorade is thirst aid for that deep down body thirst. I mean. For, for this, for this. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, as yeah. soon as, as soon as uh, the, the, the boy walks in, I mean, she's just, like, and you know, when she's teaching a class, I mean, she's just like already like, do yeah. me now. Yeah. Like she had the bedroom eyes immediately. Oh, yeah. She never even met this guy. Yeah, he walked in and she's like, I'm going to fuck that guy. <laughs> and then the guy sits down to the girl next student next to him. And the girl's like, she's got bedroom eyes. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's got the, uh, uh, he's got, he's got the look, I guess. But let's, uh, before we get into the plot here, John Harrison's the director. Uh, he did some mini series of Dune. Uh, mostly known for probably Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, which was fun. Yeah, uh, back in 1990. He did eight episodes of the Creep Show series, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Oh, no, Supernova's on the list. We'll skip over that. Uh, <laughs> that, that probably was not his fault. Um, but he oh. directed he did he directed one episode of a show. That me and Lady Fabblood at some point will review and talk about here. Kindred, the Embraced, which I thought was, uh, I bought it for comedic purposes because <laughs> we're trying to catch up on cheesy 90s vampire shows. Oh, sweet. And I, I bought it for her and I had no idea. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of sap. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of romance stuff in there. And, you know, me and Lady Fabblood were like, eh. Yeah. However, if you ever wondered, what would a vampire show look like if it was like The Godfather? That's interesting, bro. Different clans, it's like yeah. mafia. Oh, that's cool. And we have drive bys, we had fights on rooftops. <laughs> we have, like, I was like, Whoa, okay, I'm watching now. I'm watching because yeah. I was gonna have her watch up by herself, like, Hey, enjoy this cheese fest, right? <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit, this is the fucking Godfather with vampires. <laughs> So yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in the future though. But unfortunately, it got it got canceled. Uh, There's only one season. Let's see what else he's done here. Uh, Tales he did some Tales from the Crypt episodes. OG. Yeah, he's done a lot of this this kind of horror stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. So shout out uh, to the director. Let me go back here. The actors in the film, the 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 lead guy that everybody has bedroom eyes for. Uh, play, Jonas Armstrong plays Simon McNeil. He looked familiar, and I, I remember there was a BBC Robin Hood series. He played Robin Hood. Oh, I was like, ah, that's where he's from. But Sophie Ward, Professor Thirsty, Professor Thirsty, um, she. Uh, when was the last time you've seen uh, Young Sherlock Holmes? I don't know if I've ever seen Young Sherlock Holmes, bro. It is one of the most underrated child 80s movies ever extremely underrated and it's 80s it's 80s so you know what that means 
it's fucked up. <laughs> and there's moments in there's moments in there that are scary, actually scary <laughs> for for a kids movie. Yeah, because it's eighties, man. Of course. Know? Yeah, they didn't care about scaring your kids back then. No, no. But Spielberg, uh, Spielberg, I believe, produced it. And it's kind of a what-if movie where... Because, you know, Watson and Sherlock Holmes didn't meet when they were young. Right, right. Uh, right. But the movie makes it clear that this is a what-if story. Like, this is we're just doing this for fun. This is nice. not, like, canon to the books. But, dude, it's dark. There's, like, a cult involved. Uh, there's murder. There's tons of death <laughs> in it. <laughs> And some very interesting uh, practical and visual effects for for its time, yeah. So nice. check out Young Sherlock Holmes, man. Check it out. You're making me want to go back and just explore a bunch of 80s stuff now. Yeah, yeah. But Sophie Ward was like the love interest to Sherlock because she was really young in, the, in that movie. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, uh, she recruits him. You know, she, she instantly, you know, this I have issues with this movie, man. There's some, there's, I feel like there's a good movie in here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have issues with it. One of those movies, like when I got to the end, yeah. I went back to the beginning and I watched the, like the first third of it or so. And I was like, oh, now I kind of get what you guys were doing. But the whole time watching it, I was kind of scratching my head. Like, what is, I don't really know what is happening. I don't know what the purpose of anything is right now. Right. Right. And I, 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 I thought the movie was kind of give, was kind of going to give us a twist to where oh she knows exactly what's going on yeah oh this was a setup uh, put together by her uh, by the end she's the chosen one I guess yeah. to 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 you know read the book and write down the stories of the dead yeah and bring them across but. I don't know why she has white hair all of a sudden uh, and, dress, and dresses like she's in the Victorian era. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I For a second there, I was kind of hoping, oh, this, oh, she knows what's going on. Yeah. Like this is like something, something sinister and evil, but it, it didn't really go that way. But our lead here, uh, he's eaten at, uh, at Applebee's uh, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, struggling yep. to eat. Uh, he gets kidnapped by a mercenary. And uh, basically is brought to this secluded place, and you can see all the writings on the body, and and basically he's the mercenary was hired by her to find him because I guess he escaped. I yeah. guess he was he escaped, right? Yep. Uh, but what's funny was as soon as the mercenary uh, you know takes his clothes off, right? He goes, "What is? It? Go ahead and say it. Do you remember the line he says? No, no. He says uh, this is not verbatim, but he says something like, as soon as he you know takes his shirt off and he sees all the writing, he's all like." You're like a bloody book of the a book of blood or oh, something yeah, like right. that. He literally says, "You're a book of blood," <laughs> and I was like, "He did the thing. He did. He did the thing." Um, but uh, <laughs> he really did the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll get back to this a little bit later. What happens? So then we have a kind of a flashback. Uh, so she wants to she she and her simp friend, uh, cameraman camp simp cameraman simp. Simp cameraman? What are we calling this guy? Yeah, I mean, simp man is plenty because like the first, man. the first thing he says is like, "Uh, you need to get laid. I'm, I'm right here. I'm available." And then later in the end, she gives him a beer, and he has this look of hope, like, "Is it going to happen now?" <laughs> but no, man, no, it's not going to happen. Uh, but she she needs an editor, cameraman, and someone to record anything paranormal, so she recruits him, mm -hmm. simp man. 
Still her and Sip Man go to uh, the house that's pretty much been abandoned after this uh, horrible incident. Uh, and they go in there and they kind of spend the night there and they do their investigation. And it's supposed to be like it starts out to be like we're trying to do some good. You know, there is a purpose to this, but then it turns into something else a little bit later. And uh, we had a, a wonderful cameo by Pinhead himself, Doug Bradley. Look at him there. Look at him there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who uh, was the original resident way back in the day who was in the occult. And used to do. Did he do seances? He he held gatherings. He would like entertain famous people, is what they said. Right. Uh, they entertain famous people by like showing them the dead or like uh, right. communicating with the dead. Yeah. Uh, but it goes horribly wrong for for Doug in the movie. Uh, yeah, it goes horribly wrong for his character. You don't see him anymore. But yeah, it's been it's been bad since since uh, his character. I think. That house has just been haunted yeah. and a horrible place. Just a place you want to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, that whole or, thing. That or if you want to get freaky. You know, if you want to, you know, get a little get a little spicy up that's in there. True. <laughs> but that's what that girl did. That's what that girl was doing. She was, what did they say? She was, she was when they're walking into the house and they're having that first scene of like, oh, what happened here? Well, this girl died. She was really into sex and death. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. What? <laughs> These teenagers into sex yeah. and death all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one. It's one. It's one of those. Uh, so they said, "Thirsty up, professor." Yes. Yes. <laughs> so she she brings uh, Mr. Cl We're going to call him Mr. Clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. uh, she brings in Mr. Clairvoyant for for you know to assist with the investigation aka he's hot let's right. bring him in um and uh crazy shit starts happening uh she feels like she got possessed i like that scene where it was just a handprint on her face that was cool that, that was, was cool that was really cool there were yeah. there were effects in the movie that i kept getting impressed by like the fountain or, of blood was was yeah. was solid that was pretty Coming out of the, but yeah i mean yeah. Almost all the effects. I think there were only one or two where they're like cutting skin or something, and it looked a little like Play-Doh or something. But right, like literally only one or two in a movie full of yeah. practical effects. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, and then you have with the with the yin and the yang with this episode, you have some really cool visual effects, and then you have really bad jump scares. There's yeah. some bad. There was some decent ones, and then there was like all. Oh, no, why why did you do that? Yeah. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> you didn't need that. It's like it's yeah. like the guy with the simp man with the with the camera is going down the hallway and he turns and sees he sees, oh no, Doug Bradley's painting. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> music sting and it's, it's like, all right, like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. If that was his only cameo, that might have been funny. <laughs> like the painting of Doug Bradley. Hey Doug, yeah. we need you to just do this and make an evil face, and we're gonna we're gonna do a painting of it. Uh, and if you guys are wondering, uh, all you badasses watching right now, I had a, the pleasure and the honor of interviewing Doug Bradley last year. So make sure you guys check out that episode. Yes, uh, sweet. He's a sweetheart, man. He's a sweetheart. Oh, man. that's funny. And you're gonna be interested to hear what he thought of the most recent Hellraiser film. And apparent, I don't know how. No, he's never. Like anywhere else, my channel is the only channel for the first time oh, where wow. he like addressed it and talked about it. Because uh, when I asked him the question, I assumed five billion people asked him that already. Hey, what do you think yeah. of the new Hellraiser? Hey, what do you think of the new Hellraiser? But apparently, he's never publicly 
uh, talked about what he thought about it. Oh, that's but really only on my channel. So I would again, be really interested to hear that. Yeah. So to make sure you guys check it out. But yeah, Sip Man. Uh, ah, a painting. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah, oh, great. this woman not having sex with me. Ah. <laughs> The 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 thing the the ghosts their the their thing uh -huh. uh, was they fuck people up and then they like to write on the walls saying don't mock us, yeah. um, and I'm not sure. Well, I guess you know whatever she was doing in the house, they took offense to it. I don't know if this was warranted as revenge. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a little yeah. bit overboard. That was that was crazy. That was a lot. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> bit overboard. Way. Like I feel like when you promise something like that too, in a villain, in a monster, in like the dead, whatever, you gotta you you gotta take some bigger swings too. Like, because yeah. the rest of the time, all that's happening is you know the stuff that you talked about, like her getting a hand over her mouth at one point, and then I think getting scared of paintings, and then you know uh, there's a lot of conversation about hallucinations and yeah. dreams and. Then they talk about their backs. I don't know. Like the rest of the time, I'm like waiting for someone else's face to get ripped off or something. Right, right. I guess at this point in the movie, they didn't mock them that badly. Yeah, I guess they were, their offense level is a certain peak <laughs> to where they just go insane. Uh, but yeah, uh, crazy shit happens. Uh, there's writings on the wall, and then uh, especially this shot here, there's like tons of writing. This is when it is the big reveal is. Um, that Mr. Clairvoyant is a charlatan. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he's a charlatan. Now, this is where I have some questions. I also what was the fucking point? Yeah. What exactly. was the point of that? <laughs> what I, was the point? I thought at that point, when it was like they had gone through all of this stuff, they were they were confronted with these ghosts that were in this house, and she was gonna be you know, writing a book about the paranormal being real. And yeah. then the rug is sort of pulled out and she, and it's like, oh, this guy who she's also at that point sleeping with uh, is a bullshit artist. Like he's faking this. Like, yeah. So then it's like, well, why is he faking it? And like, what does that mean for the story? I don't, I don't think that was doing? answered. I don't think it was either. Cause it was, I, I thought it was like, is it a cry for help from him? Cause he's got this messed up past and he had this woman who believed in him. And like, that's pretty crazy, but that's yeah, almost more of a drama, not a Clive Barker horror movie. So I'm kind of like, where are we and, going from here? And the flash, the, the three second flashback of the, the car accident to when yeah. I, I'm assuming that's when he got the, the abilities, but well, they said the he predicted the car accident, right? Okay. Yeah, that's so right. it was. That's right. Really but that wasn't. It was really like it was like a flashback. I was kind of like, "Come on, guys! Like, yeah. what's going on?" So anyway, because he says he used to have these abilities, right? And then they yeah. went away, and now they're back. Yeah, like she somehow brought it back out of him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, like, she brought it. She brought it out of him. Already. She brought something out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I will say one thing. I. I like about this movie and I've talked about this. My wife and I were just talking about this, about how movies just aren't horny anymore. There's no <laughs> horny movie. And well, this movie, horny is offensive now, apparently. Is it really? I'm just, everything's offensive. Oh, I'm, sure. just, I'm, just it. I'm just, I was throwing about, it out. I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. I guess, <laughs> but they're just, stop being, stop being pansies. <laughs> Everybody today, Jesus, it's okay to be horny in movies. It's fine. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 
I, but I was I was kind of like watching it like, oh, yeah, people people are attracted to each other. People want to bang each other. <laughs> like, yeah, like you don't no, really see no, that very much. No romance or long drawn out romance needed. No, we just no. want to hook up. He is Professor Thirsty. <laughs> Hot dude came in and is sleeping in the next room. <laughs> this is both into ghosts. The spicy uh, uh, yin yang reviews episode we got going on. This is a spicy one. But man, even her dreams, bro. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> even even uh even um uh her dreams, you know, she dreamt of him uh in bed, and basically she goes in to check on him and he goes, you know, I was like, why is he acting different? Because the whole movie he's been shy and reclusive. Yeah, but all of a sudden he's like up in bed and he's all like so you couldn't sleep either, I see. Right? <laughs> All we needed was the bomb check wow, wow, right? Yeah. And then she goes in there, and, and she, he goes, I have a headache. I can't sleep either. And he goes, but I, I need to relax. I, <laughs> I usually masturbate when I relax. It helps me relax. I was like, what is happening? And then it escalates from there, and then she wakes up. She was just having a thirsty dream. I mean. Spice on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad my kids weren't in the room. <laughs> you, you did, you did, a, you did a great job. You're a great father. Oh, yeah. I try, I try. Uh, but yeah, that really him being a charlatan, and then all of a sudden, no, 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 it's real. That last yeah. time, that last time where they, because uh, they they leave him in the room uh, to where the the horrible incident with the girl happened, and then you know he basically faked all of this like he was mm -hmm. getting attacked and all this was he must he he must be he must have some talent he must be a hell of a ventriloquist yeah he was doing <laughs> they had they had that one scene where they explained like two of the tricks that he had done like a, right a, what did they say like a mag a, an energy emitter magnetic right. energy, energy emitter and then he the guy uh simp man is just like, yeah that'll mess up my equipment That'll do it. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, but he did like, they were hearing like 10 different voices in, yeah. in the room. So he's, a, he's, a hell of a, he's got a the, talent there. This, the gunpowder. Oh, that's, they, they couldn't explain how there was writing on the wall and it right. lit fire. And then they took it to a lab and discovered it was just gunpowder right. that he snuck in with pills and, or, or some crazy, like, yeah, very elaborate. This is, and it's like, perfectly timed to explode and set off yeah. and yeah. get fire it was like oh boy Wild but then plan but then after that they attack him for realsies mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me the ghosts must have been really offended by the sex scene they were like <laughs> you motherfuckers coming in here and fucking what's everybody coming in here and fucking in our room all right you're stop mocking us this is a chaste zone <laughs> So they really attack him for reals, but by the by this point, um, they're like, "You need to get the fuck out of the house, bro! Like you're you're fake, you're charlatan." And he's like, "No, no, no, it's real!" And he runs back up to to, to the house to to the room to prove yeah. it. And then it just gets completely worse. And the ghosts are like, "Oh, this motherfucker came back up here. All right, y'all ready? <laughs> Everybody ready? Everybody got their got their cutting utensils? Shards of glass? <laughs> yeah, shards of glass." And they start to cut. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a crazy visuals at the end, and you can see the the, the dead. This is the crossroads. Uh, yeah. The dead uh, are trying to come through here, but they they're they're they want their story to be told, so they're basically carving their story and what happened to them in his skin. 
and uh, AKA the skin becomes the book of blood. Uh, but yeah, like you said, there was some some solid visuals, you know, with the with the whole finale of the ghosts walking yeah. around, and you finally see them cross over. But the only thing that I still was this man, I maybe this was better in the book, you know, the short novels or the books. I think this was two stories put together, two two of Clyde Barker's shorts. Oh, that were would put make together. Sense. That makes sense. But I feel like you have the scene where you know the professor thirsty is sitting there and she's almost like in a trance and you have these insects around her and then you have scent man going it's you you're doing this or or something or you or something like what do you like dude what do you know could you tell could you tell the audience what's happening yeah and i'm just i'm just throwing a hail mary here like she's the chosen one to help guide to write the 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 the, the, the to write down from the book of blood from his skin and, yeah. and document all the stories of the ghost while bringing them across. I'm throwing the Hail Mary here. Cause I the mean, movie, not, that makes I'm, sense. Okay. Okay. But yeah, the movie doesn't really seem to explain it. Like when right. I got to the end, that's why I kind of had to go back to the beginning. Cause <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no Rahuni's romance. Uh, the, not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, like at the end I really had to think back and be like, what have I, what have I been watching this whole time? Like, what have we been setting up for this crazy finale of like, which is pretty cool. Like all those visuals of the dead and stuff. And that's yeah. a pretty like horrifying image of them just like cutting into his skin, a bunch of them holding him down. And but then you're like, okay, all right. They're telling their story on his skin, but are they, what were, they were they telling the story? Were they trying to tell their story with that girl, the face they ripped off? Like, is she just being punished for offending them? Why does that matter? What are we, you know? Yeah, it was that's like, a good point. Nothing was nothing was written on her. Yeah, so I was I was super confused trying to figure stuff out, but yeah, it it seems like two stories smashed together because I feel like if you just took out all the stuff with him being fake, yeah, and you just kind of set up what exactly was happening a little bit, like that's a really cool movie. That's a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, all of a sudden, like I said, all of a sudden, she's down with the sickness. Right. Oh, uh, 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 uh. That's yeah. That's right. She's down with the sickness and she just lets them carve into uh, uh, Captain Charlatan and then she takes her rightful place. And then now, fast forward, he escaped and he's caught again and uh, the mercenary skins him. And uh, now we have the, <laughs> the book, of, book of blood all folded, neat, nice and neat. Put in a suitcase. And why did what happens next happen? I have no idea. I have no idea. Again, well, it's again, fun. To, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Yeah. He's but, got his but, skin peeled off in a suitcase. Yeah. And then it just starts bleeding. And then it keeps bleeding like the shining blood right. keep pouring out. And then it literally fills the entire cabin. And for some reason, he can't get out. The mercenary can't get yeah, out. He drowns. Does, did he offend them? <laughs> that but he's, but it, with the skin <laughs> yeah so i was like he's not in the house the mercenary is not in the house so i yeah uh, yeah they never really explained why it traveled with him uh or how he's still being carved on away from the crossroads yeah yeah but she shows up at the cabin and yeah. you know the blood is drained out by then and you have the mercenary's dead body on the ground and she takes the suitcase and takes the skin out and that's kind of the end of the movie really 
Yeah, and um, it's still the skin is still being carved on. So the stories will. That's keep- right. That was interesting. Yeah, I that mean, like I'm down for all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just. I, was, yeah, I don't, I I don't hate this movie. Out. I'm just frustrated in parts. No, I was frustrated too because it was the same thing. Like, I see a good movie in here. I see a really cool story. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of lost in the, the shuffle of making a movie. And, you know, right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I talked to you about this before too. I can't really rip on movies too much anymore because <laughs> I've done it. And I know the curveballs people face when, you know, you oh, have yeah. video notes, network notes, you know, yeah. whatever actor issues, doesn't matter. Like, the well, you know what? Day, it's just like a movie yeah. kind of works or it doesn't work, and I feel yeah. like this one at the at the end of it, I was like, "Yeah, this doesn't work. I don't get it." Like, well, you know what it is with with me and you, um, we're, we get frustrated and angry sometimes, mostly because you could tell there's a lot of hard work put in a lot of these projects, yeah, and you you just like ah, <laughs> like damn it, you know, it's and frustrating. It. It's frustrating, you know. So, uh, yeah. Nightfall says, "Is it worth a watch?" Yeah, check it out. For sure, honestly, for the the sure practical effects alone, if you if you like if you if you like that kind of movie that just shows some nasty blood, or you're feeling horny, or if you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, check it out. Both of these films are on Tubi, guys. If you want to check it out, so oh my goodness, eggshed in the house. What's going on? He's saying hello. He's out and about. Uh, good to see you. Uh, but yeah. Um, I I would is this a I I can't say this is a bad movie just a little frustrating yeah yeah I mean it's it's teetering right on the edge of bad movie but like there's some actually like decent acting in it and Mm -hmm. I remember at one point with with the guy with the the clairvoyant guy I forget what you called him but he like I was watching him and like oh you know the scene is not a good scene but it's not his fault he's trying he's really right. trying when he yeah. it was the scene when he's saying like look i know i faked some stuff but some of this is real right so that yeah. is tough dialogue to deliver <laughs> yeah but even even Sim, even camera simp man yeah uh, did good uh, did you time. laugh did you laugh hysterically when he died Oh, I did when he fell off the thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the big slow motion fall. And... Just lo- just oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, dude, what are you doing? Get out of the house. Like a little man. bit of a cheesy effect of him falling yeah. over the railing. I, and... I laughed. I yeah. Laughed. Um, but uh, you know, again, she's 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 a good actress anyway. So, yeah. So um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, definitely check it out, guys. We 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 recommend that you check it out for sure. Um, and, and get your own opinion of it, but yeah, a lot of potential, I would say. A lot of potential. I say I remake this, remake yeah. this, and uh, refine it, refine it. Yeah, you know, tweak Keep it. Keep the makeup people, because I yeah. actually really like all the makeup stuff, and I like oh, the yeah. refine of it too. Like with yeah. him getting carved on and stuff, it's nasty. It's really yeah, nasty, yeah. and they and they definitely deliver on that stuff. And most importantly, when you guys remake this, whoever's going to remake this, uh, keep the horniness. Uh, don't give in. Yeah, don't give, don't give in to the, polit- to be, the politics of today. There needs to be a nudity <laughs> quota if you're doing that. <laughs> and speaking of nudity quota, we're going to get to the next. Again, this well, is the spicy episode of Yin Yang Reviews, man. I know. I sort of didn't expect it to be. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, what I've learned about Clive Barker, you know how John oh, yeah. Wu has the doves? Right. I think Clive Barker has beautiful women being torn to pieces. <laughs> I think that's his thing. Like, <laughs> hey. 
people and people dressed up in black leather, man. You know, hey, it's what it is. What it is. Let's go. It but but uh, now it's, we're going to talk about dread. And what's interesting is both of these movies came out the same year. Yeah, I was like, what? So that's crazy. You got two yeah. two Clive Barker like projects <laughs> coming out. Did you see Rawhead? Wreck Rawhead? Uh, no, I found it. I found Rawhead. It, what is the fuck? Rawhead Rex. Thank you. Yeah, I did okay. not watch it yet. Oh, oh, it's oh. on my list of things. Oh, should we make it part of the yin yang? Oh, should, I'm the down. Ne- should we do that, guys? Rawhead Rex. <laughs> since, he's not, since he's never seen it, it's been a long time. To oh, you, oh, make sure the kids aren't in the room. Yeah, but but it's it's it's, it's a movie. It's a movie. But I think you'll I think you'll get a kick out of it. It's a good start. Yeah. Here we go. Hashtag keep keep the horny. Keep the horny. Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, dread. Now yeah. we're talking. Now I was like, this one this was is different. I'm heavy. I'm liking this. Yeah, heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh plot synopsis, sir, for dread. Oh, yeah. Sorry, let me get it. Uh okay. right here. Three college students set out to document what other people dread the most. However, one of the three... You did the thing! You did the thing! Ooh. Oh, sorry, <laughs> we're not kind of like dread. <laughs> uh, dread. Sylvester Stallone stars as... A, no. <laughs> uh, however, one of the three turns out to secretly be a sadistic psychopath who uses this knowledge to gruesomely torture the subjects. Spoilers. Yeah, that is uh, oh, speaking of, speaking of spoilers, have you seen the trailer for Dread? No, dude, they spoil the whole movie. Oh, the whole really movie weird. is spoiled, dude. <laughs> even the ending, even the ending, everything. It's oh. like, dude, why did you why did you do that? But anyway, yeah. uh, it's directed by Anthony De Blasi. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing: I have a big question for you, sir. Yeah. Have you seen? Oh, looks like this might be his first movie. Wow, wow, that's pretty impressive. Have you seen? Last shift. No, but I know about it. Okay, we need to review that. Okay, I think a uh, friend that's in that movie actually. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about Last Shift. Um, I've been it's been in it's been on the list for me to catch up and watch at some point. Yeah. However, actually, oh yeah, no, you continue. I'll tell how, you. After. However, I have not personally seen it. This is what I've heard. So these people may be wrong. The director remade his own movie, and I heard it's bad. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I knew he remade it. I knew he like Malum, Malum. Yeah, um, he he was uh, he like shot Last Shift. It did really well, but I think it wasn't exactly what he wanted. Yeah, and Malum's I, got the bigger bigger production value, right, bigger right, budget right. movie, but I heard it just it's not good. I'm this is what I've heard. That's a bummer. Yeah. yeah, I I did not hear that it wasn't good, but I believe you. Like he, I, I mean, know. you never know. We might like it. Yeah, but yeah. but um, I heard it's just it's just that that visceral. You know, something about sometimes smaller budget movies has that grindhouse, yeah, grimy feel to it. And then when you add too much budget and you have it's just shine, it's just it takes away. It takes away. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like it's like look at the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. And then look at the remake, right? Yeah, Uh, the remake. The remake is fun. 
for what it is fun it's fine but that first one is it makes you feel gross like it makes you feel disgusting you gotta take a shower right after right exactly exactly like i spit on your grave the original compared to the remake same thing yeah um good morning to you oh hello yeah uh but dread i'm like okay uh totally different type of movie and what's interesting both of these films had crazy beginnings <laughs> like both of these and right at the beginning oh, hold on right at the beginning uh this that scene messed me up this, a little man this this poor family uh he had his crazy uh psychopath uh you know breaks into the house well actually okay i'm gonna go back to the classic uh comedic series the it crowd uh-huh uh, I think Moss is the character, and he says uh, he never answers the door, and and she goes, "Why do you answer your door when the when your doorbell rings and somebody comes to your door?" And she goes, "He goes, <laughs> he goes, an un an unanswered door is a happy door, <laughs> right?" He goes, "It's not like there's somebody there with cake, okay? Like basically, don't just it's the middle of the night, you got a stranger out there, don't open your fucking door." to go yeah. outside and talk to what are you doing what are you doing so of course it goes bad yeah uh the the father gets fucked up and then uh, unfortunately the mother gets killed and dude brutal i mean again brutal with the axe insane practical effects like they were getting me with everything and they yeah. were a little like these ones were a little i don't want to say less artful but they, it was very much like here's a shot Here's the effect. Boom. But it was really effective because the effects were nuts. It was like axes to a face, right in the chest that were being like pulled out. And then the arm gets lopped off. And yeah, it's like wildly graphic. It's brutal. And I love the uh, camera shots on the axe. Yeah. Was really cool. That was really interesting. I don't think we've seen something like that. Um, but yeah, it was brutal. And unfortunately the, 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 the only one left in the house is the child who, uh, almost gets killed and gets away. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, of course, as you do after seeing, seeing that and going through that as an adult, uh, yeah, he's fucked up. Uh, he he's has still a couple bad dreams. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, it's not going too well. It's not going too well for him. Uh, uh, but let me get back to, hold on a second. Let me get back to the cast here. Uh, we have Jackson Rathbone playing Stephen Grace, Han, Han Steen playing Cheryl Fromm, and Laura Donnelly, who plays Abby. And you know what's funny? It's funny. As soon as Abby shows up in this movie, the character of Abby, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Instantly. Instantly. I was like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with you. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. But she has this, you know, birth huge birthmark across yeah. her face, which you find out later goes all the way down half of her body. Yeah. She's still beautiful. I have absolutely no issues like, with her. Startlingly so. <laughs> yeah. You, you, it's like uh, Ready Player One. You, I was just getting ready to say it. Dude, I was like, come on, that, that actress, bro. That She's all like, I'm hideous. I can't show my face. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> You're still hot. Jesus. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that bothered me in uh, Ready Player One. Oh, here we go. M- Malum is awful, yet I find out it's his last shift remake. Why, though? Yeah. 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 I think um, the way that I heard it, and, again, this could be 
not correct, but I heard he made last shift for like nothing. It was right. labor of love and it turned out really good and people really liked it and it was very successful. So he got an opportunity to make another movie and he was like, well, I'm just going to do that one the way I wanted to do it. So right. he did it with a, with a bigger budget, with a bigger cast or something, yeah. something I don't really know. Uh, but it's a bummer to hear it didn't really work out. Yeah. And, you know, hearing about this has given me an idea, actually. And Billy, if you're down, let me know. Mm -hmm. Directors who remade their own movies. Oh, that's a good one. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's, there's, believe it or not, there's several of them. Did it work? Did it fail? I think that would be an interesting discussion in the future. We should. Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. Uh, I love I Saw the Devil. Oh. I have shamefully not seen I Saw the Devil. Bro, you are Mr. Suspense. And you're good at what you do, my friend. Thank you. But you will love, dude. Dude. I know that's kind of one of the ones I've been saving. Like I, I have little kids and I, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know work insane hours. And so like for the longest time, for like a six year stretch, I just have this list of movies. that has been piling, piling, piling up and yeah. I need to, I need to make my way through them. And, yeah. and I saw the devil is on there. Train to Busan was on there and I finally saw that one and I loved it. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. But, but yeah, this is like right up your alley, bro. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna have to yeah. that one. Oh yeah. Just don't watch it dubbed. Oh yeah, no, no. Okay, never. thank God. Thank God. See, Billy, Billy knows what Billy knows what's up. Yeah. You don't want to watch it and be like, I saw the devil. <laughs> no, it's gonna ruin any fucking drama and shit. But yeah, brutal beginning. Uh yeah. again, very interesting kills for sure. But uh it doesn't go well for the adult version. Oh, let me get to his name. Oh, Laurel Donnelly, uh, she was amazing in Werewolf by Night. Have you seen that? No, no, another one I'm saving. That dude, oh man, especially if you have, if you're like me, you have a love for Universal horror movies. I do. It's, it's an homage to it's that. A, That's all it is. It's and all the comic book right? character as well. Yeah, uh, it's the best thing Disney's done since Endgame. <laughs> Disney Marvel. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I loved it so. Nice. Uh, but uh, she's great in that, dude. She's a fucking badass in that. Oh, that's awesome. She's great. She's great. And uh, easy on the eyes as well. Of course. Uh, but she doesn't have that hideous birthmark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Gag. I'm going to gag now. Jesus. Uh, anyway, anyway. So <laughs> talk about uh, what's going on with our leads here. Yeah. So so he meets our, our crazy, uh, you know, saw his parents get killed. Guy is all grown up now. Meets these, I, I think they're film students. Yeah. And they're doing they need a thesis to talk about. So he starts saying, Oh, you should talk. I forget how exactly it comes up in conversation, but he's like, Oh, we should do it. You should do your thing on dread and people's fears and like get people to talk about their, their deepest, darkest fears. And that can be your thesis film. And so they right. decide to do it he's, because he's got his own trauma. Right. Uh, right. To, to Steven, I think Steven Jackson Rathbone, uh, and he, yeah, he opens up about his own trauma, about his brother getting killed in a car crash when he was younger. And uh, I think that's how it came about. That. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's how it came about. He was talking about that. But yeah, Sean Evans plays Quaid uh, in the in the uh, the movie, and <laughs> I don't know why he. Everyone again, back to really good acting. Yeah, everyone, everyone did great yeah. uh, in the movie. They were perfectly casted, but Sean, <laughs> I don't know why. He was giving me Dennis Reynolds vibes. Oh my god! Throughout the whole movie, all I saw was Dennis Reynolds. Yeah, from It's Always Sunny in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. Uh, it's I'm all watching I it's always sunny now. I, I'm watching, <laughs> I'm making my way through. It's always sunny. That's <laughs> a perfect comparison. Yeah, it's all I saw. <laughs> just being, just being hor- uh, horrible. And he was, deep. he was like genuinely creepy the whole time, like beginning to end. And then, so you know, spoilers in the end when it turns out he's an just an absolute psychopath. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, this this tracks. This makes a lot of sense. <laughs> And it's very interesting too. And I, I see I see people probably having an issue with the ending. I see some people probably having an issue to where it, where it goes because you think at first, after going through this and dealing with this, mm-hmm. you think at some point, um, you know, hey, let's let's create this thesis. But he's you could tell he's he's kind of needing. He wants help, but he doesn't want to say anything about his past. Right. So you think maybe by the end. He's like he finally can you know tells his side of the story because everyone's being interviewed for right. this th- dread thesis, right? Why do people fear and all this stuff? You think at some point you know he's gonna talk about his trauma and maybe try to get over it, and but no, it goes the complete opposite. This goes. This is a good example of people that want help don't ask for help, and it goes bad. Yeah, for you know, uh, unfortunately for some people, uh, but but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it takes it takes an interesting approach to like because their whole thing is like maybe we'll find some way by like confronting your fears and, call, and then right. talk about the beast, um, you know, in these people with with existing trauma or this dread, uh, like just confronting it and uh, facing it is that going to somehow cure you or or you know get you past at least get you to a functional place in life so it's right. not overtaking you uh and um they, they never really do too much about it like they, they show some interviews that people that have interesting stories and stuff but they never really get into them what they're making or how it's doing it it's just it's very focused we're just, on we're just interviewing people and that and then we'll, we'll throw people. it together we'll edit yeah, it together exactly. <laughs> yeah hey so, when this when this character showed up were you like me and going is the main is the lead actor playing two roles? What's going on here? Oh, for, a second, for a second, I was like, "Oh, they sat him down in front of the." Oh, that's a different guy. <laughs> it's a different guy. I was like, "What do oh, they yes. look alike?" Yeah. Jesus Christ! And but that yeah, guy was the most tragic character in the whole movie. I think his story. Yeah, was yeah. really like that. Really got me. Yeah, um, I didn't expect him to sort of come back after that interview. They showed like a bunch of interviews with people, and then he told the story about being deaf. Uh, or right. temporarily deaf when he was a kid he got hit by a car and for like three years he was deaf and it, like that's the that's the trauma that like triggers him and and like sends him back into that childhood state if if uh you know his hearing starts to go again it like just shut right. him down i thought it was a really interesting story yeah um, and so sure. when he came back i was like oh no i see where this is going <laughs> yeah and, and yeah it's pretty tragic and we're gonna, we're gonna get to that but they all start to uh you know her 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 backstory this is like the love interest mm-hmm. for our lead here uh was really fucked up and it makes yeah. complete sense why she doesn't like meat it's not the you know i'm a vegan and i'm you know i like the smell of my own farts yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> there's different levels of vegan. There's cool vegans. I have I have vegan friends. Yeah, you know he's like, hey, try this sub. I was like, hey, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> but he's not like you know, yeah. looking down on people who eat meat and I'm being a fucking vegan. asshole Thank about you. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, her situation, it's it's kind of it's really fucked up. Uh, she went through some trauma with her father, 
who worked at a meat uh, meat packing plant. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, and he would come home every night uh, s- smelling of meat. And unfortunately, he did some horrible things to her. And that's why mm-hmm. she just can't do it. Um, but everyone kind of confessed except for, um, um, you know, our lead our lead antagonist here. That you don't know there's the antagonist yet until he starts to flip out. But he completely refuses. That kind of pissed me off immediately, actually. Oh, yeah. When he's like, after her turn, you know, he's all like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's trauma, baby. That's what we're looking for. They turned the camera on him, and he's like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, I was like, "No, man, no." I was like, "No, that kind of made me mad." No, no. Your turn now. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and and he just he liked to flip out in other ways. <laughs> exactly, and there was kind of some several red flags already. Yeah, that if I was friends with this dude, I would have probably been like, you know what, man, it was cool hanging out, but uh, we're gonna part ways. Peace out, yeah. son. Because. Yeah. Because, and I was getting, I was like, I was like, this, I was like, if this motherfucker apologizes one more time, I know. <laughs> if he apologizes one more time, because he would flip out. Oh yeah. And go crazy. And then right after like crazy, like violent. Yeah. Violent. Smashed, smashed their whole, uh, the whole thesis, smashed all their hard drives, smashed the camera. He attacked one of the other, uh, interviewees. Oh, that's right. When she was faking it. Yeah, but they, he, he realized he was faking it and then uh but still he assaulted her you can't, like people can be dicks you can't actually attack them <laughs> right, not, right. Okay. yeah but like he would like go have these crazy psychopath moments yeah. and then right afterwards hey man hey this uh, is, hey sorry man. Man. Hey, sorry it was man. a chance Look, they, hey, that it's part of the movie. Go grab a beer, man. Let's, yeah. a beer. let's, let's, let's get something to eat. My treat, man. You get something to eat. You can even difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that he had that attitude of like, oh come on, hey, hey. Sometimes, sometimes friends smash each other's computers. Uh... <laughs> Sumo. Uh, um, watch but, that movie. Uh, you're not going to be as hungry after. No, no, no. You're not going to be. But, that part uh, of the movie, though, when when he when he did that and you know smashed all that's all their stuff and like basically ruined their thesis and like put them in jeopardy at school yeah. and everything um they pulled a little of what book of blood did where it was like oh he's a con man actually it's real this one he like smashed all their stuff and it's like this big moment of like what are they going to do and then he's like uh we had backups it was fine and then right and kind of yeah. got through that and so it's a little bit of like all right well yeah no consequences then okay Come but, on, man! I got. Come on, man! Hey, come I, on, I, I, got back, I got backups. It's you know, fine. Look, look, I look. I'm gonna pay for the. I'm gonna pay for the equipment. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You're like, die! Yeah. Fuck all of you! Fuck you! <laughs> hey, man! Let's catch a movie. Let's catch a movie. Die! I hope you all die. <laughs> Fuck you! Hey, hey, hey! You seen on. that movie Bone Cold? Looks pretty good. Yeah. Hey, let's go, go watch it together. Bone, go check out Bone Cold, man. That won't trigger either of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very uh, the the signs were all there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I you know what? To be honest, if if sumo, if sumo for no reason just flipped out uh, flipped down on me and was like cursing me out for no reason, and then physically attacked me, grabbed my favorite watch, and destroyed it, probably I probably would have ended the friendship right there. Yeah, you know? I feel like. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need friends that like physically assault me with a baseball bat. 
Yeah, you know. And then, you know, if we're if we're following the rules of this movie, you know, Sumo will come, he'll hit me up and you know, he'll <laughs> I'll be like, All right, you're cool. We're friends again. <laughs> I, I, I love the guy. I can't see. Come on. We're, we're best buds. I love the guy. But <laughs> that's that's the way. That was the secret. Yeah. That's the way to get you back right there. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> love you, man. I love, well, hold on a second. Hey, Jesus, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, there's definitely some red flags here for sure. I mean, even even when like when he apologized, he's like, "Look, I'm, I already paid for it. I turned in your thesis, so you you got it. I think you got it like an A or B plus or something like that. Uh, B plus. Like, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And um, he's like, "Yeah, come on, get in. I'll take you home, you know." And then as soon as he gets in the car, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna run into this wall, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to face your fears, man." I know, and I love too. He's like, "This, I'm not even really that scared of this." Like, which. <laughs> And he said it before, too. He's like, I'm really not that scared. Like, my brother died in a car wreck. Yeah. I'm not really that scared of cars. You know, I understand yeah. what happened. And he was kind of coping. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, no, you're going to relive your fear. I must into this wall. Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs> and then, they, you know, they don't. He swerves because he grabs yeah. the steering wheel. Then he gets out. And then he's all like. <laughs> <laughs> he's all like. Hold on. I got to have to have to. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. Come on. I'm just drunk. I'm just drunk, man. Come on. I need I need help, man. I think that was the one and only time he actually asked for help. I think so. Yeah. But it was by that point, like, dude, you almost murdered the yeah. guy you're asking help for, uh, too. I mean, come on. Like, come on. But I love how the other guy was like, fuck off. And he walks away. He's like, finally. Yeah. My God. Maybe, maybe he was hesitant to uh, leave this guy even though through all the red flags, because I mean, even he says that I don't think he has any friends. I think that yeah. was brought yeah. up. Uh, and, and his right girl in the beginning, like you see right. them, their bond is really strong. Like they bond over this trauma. They're going to work on this project together. Yeah. They, and then, and like, again, with the horniness, like he wakes up and he passes out at dude's house, wakes up and there's just a girl on the couch with him. And as, as he wakes up, she wakes up and then they just go at it and they just have sex on the couch. And like, Hey, that's a good friend, I guess, if you are partying yeah. that like that together, you know, like, so yeah, someone he's, who's lonely with no friends, it makes sense. And he's all about, you know, living life, going out and partying and clubbing and, and yeah. you know, and he's like, you got to live, man. What are you afraid to to live, man? That's what you're afraid of. That's your fear. No, you're afraid I'm to afraid, live. I'm afraid to die and crash into walls <laughs> and be hit with a baseball bat. <laughs> like, that's what I'm but yeah, I think that's probably what it, why he's so reluctant to leave him. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't have any friends. And, he, you know, even, I think even the, the, the girl he, you know, really loves, uh, really likes, and he wants to get with later, uh, uh, the, this character here. Yeah. He, uh, there's nothing but good looking people in this movie, dude. This is a very, <laughs> like, I don't think there was guy. one ugly female in this whole movie. <laughs> no. And there's a lot of cinematography, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. Clive Barker. So if you guys, if you guys are into the cinematography and that does yeah. it for you, uh, I thought of something. I wasn't going to say it, but now we're talking about it. What before we started this, I was going to say this is the uh, the Yin Yang reviews the torn up titties edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. 
the scene with the strippers <laughs> or the, the one stripper where he's you know he's having his hallucination back to the the murder of his parents while this woman is like dancing in front of him and her yeah. body is just being like torn up this is like a beautiful gorgeous naked woman yeah just like wounds appearing on her body and like they don't hold back too you see like skin ripping and then oh yeah. man that was that got me pretty good too like, it was it was funny it was she's like normal she's looking at him like what the fuck are you looking at like what's yeah. your problem because he's like looking like this and he's backing away you know? and, and while she's looking at yeah while she's looking at him she's yeah. getting all cut up and she you know but yeah i like I, I i was kind of fucking funny because he keeps seeing images of this the killer like the killer's still gonna come for him right yeah that's why he yeah. has the nightmares and the trauma they never it's, fun, the it's funny because he sits down with the beer and he looks across the stripper the stripper dance uh, floor and this, this the, the serial killer's just like <laughs> yeah. he sits on the other side with the beer like looking at him cheers bro enjoy the show yeah 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 it's on his head and, and uh you know um unfortunately uh, for abby he takes advantage of her um abby does her interview she really loves she really likes um stephen grace stephen mm -hmm. she really likes him and uh but he's in love with you know uh um cheryl he's in love with yeah. cheryl so uh that was embarrassing <laughs> she like takes her clothes off and yeah hoping to get lucky and he's like sorry my heart's somewhere else i love her response her yeah. response was fucking great yeah. what does that even fucking mean <laughs> that was great yeah 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 um, i really i felt bad for her in that moment that's actually kind of a moment that's rare in a movie like this i feel like where someone yeah. is like very emotionally vulnerable and like it's very real that's something that happens constantly with people you know you open up to yeah. someone they reject you for whatever reason and it's it's hard it's like hard to watch and you understand after her after she opened up not just with showing her whole birthmark but like her whole story yeah. about it and what it means yeah. to her and how it's messed up her life like she's not as pretty yeah. she's not as pretty as her sisters and yeah. she wants to be normal i don't even think did did i miss the picture of the sisters i i don't i don't think they showed it because i didn't I see it they talked no. a lot about how her sisters were so pretty and i don't think they showed it Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think like if they did, it was like a split second. You can yeah. Really, you can, uh but yeah, it sucks that our our uh, our uh hey man, hey. hey, hey, you're pretty. Okay, there's all kinds what is like there's all different versions of sexy. He was like telling oh, yeah. her how sexy she was and he takes it takes advantage of her and then it a horrible thing happens later. Uh he posts a video of when he painted her and uh he put up on the camera, you will never this is your reality, you will never be normal. And he, yeah. let's see if I have a photo here. That was pretty this, this right here, because she wanted a painting of herself normal, yeah, without the birthmark. And he's this video goes viral everywhere, and um, of him putting the birthmark back on, and he's like, "This is your reality. You'll never be normal," and which leads to her hurting herself. We never revisit her though. Yeah, she's in the hospital. I think. She goes right. in the emergency room. She goes into the emergency room, and, and but she, we never in a bathtub and and bleaching and scrubbing. Yeah, it was crazy. Like scraping off the birthmark and like, oh, yeah. that was a pretty gross scene too. Yeah, yeah, because she's because she's horrendous. Oh I god, mean, horrifically ugly. I was hoping she got it all off. Yeah, basically the elephant man. You know, like... <laughs> dude, dude, we are here, bro. I was literally about to say Ready Player One. Like I was like right off the. I mean, it's like. And I get it, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, I get it, like, 
someone with a birthmark might feel like that's maybe yeah. a little unfair. I and mean, there's probably, but, but, but that is a gorgeous uh, woman, birthmark <laughs> or no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we don't really revisit her, but let's go ahead and fast forward to this hilarious scene here. Oh my god, dude. The way he knocked out this dude, yeah. I was laughing. My yeah, ass that off. was yeah, I was chuckling at that. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Reynolds in uh an action here. Uh <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be funny, but I was dying, man. Because yeah. it was just like, hey, you want something to drink? <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, uh, for this character, um, man, the, the torture begins. Yeah, he's gone now. He's all he was already on edge, this character, but now he's just he's gone full torture mode. Yeah, now and unfortunately, he tortures the um, the, this character and, and uh, blows his eardrums, I believe, with the pistol, mm -hmm. making him you know uh, deaf again. Which was was he just scared from the was he um, I don't know, he kept calling for his mommy. Yeah, in his in when he opens up in his original interview, he talked about how like that when he when his hearing gets muffled again, it sort of like brings him back to that time yeah. and he like feels like a little kid again. Really okay, that's right. Okay. And so I think it's just, he's just like absolutely petrified, anybody, feeling like a little kid. So he's yeah, like anybody, mommy. Yeah, anybody would too. Anybody, I mean, come on. I I struggle with cruelty in movies. Like uh -huh. I can like. Horrific violence, whatever, whatever. You know, it's just it's practical effects. It's fantasy. Practical yeah, effects. it's fine. But there's something about like cruelty like that that yeah. really gets me. And that scene, I was like, oh god, like I know where this is going. I know what's going to happen. Like it's going to be horrible to watch. And then, sure enough, it was. It was horrible to watch. What, what is it? You hey, consider consider yourself lucky. You fought the beast, and the beast won, or something like that. He yeah. said something like that afterwards. Hey, the beast just won. Sorry. <laughs> god damn it which makes no sense hey, crackers no. crackers <laughs> you want some you want some tea um but uh <laughs> but unfortunately yeah. uh for cheryl she goes back to try to recoup what's left uh, in the in his, in his house and finds uh, a hidden door in the back and finds all the paintings that he painted which he claimed right after he gets done painting them, he throws them away. He burns them or he throws them away. Yeah. But apparently he did not do that. He kept all of them, but now they're all cut up and slashed up. Uh, clearly there's something wrong here. Now, after what happened with Abby, um, did you buy Stephen grabbing the axe and then going crazy to get revenge? I kind of feel like... Kind of. I like if if he knew if he knew what was going on with Cheryl, this would have made more sense. Right. Yeah. I I would have I get it like story wise. You know, he's yeah, it, like he's yeah. turning it, he's turning it on him. He's doing what he's what crazy guys doing on to everybody Quaid. else. Like, yeah, he's Quaid, Quaid, yeah. Thank you. He's turning Quaid's methods on him, which right. I'm like, cool, that tracks, yeah. but it, it is a little bit like I didn't it wasn't quite set up as as much as I'd hoped. Right, right. Because you would, and I would have right. felt it's, it's not terrible. Right. It was not. It's not terrible. Yeah, but a bit uh, of a leap. It's a little bit of a leap. Yeah, yeah. I would have felt like more, you know, emotionally invested if something. If he knew what happened to Cheryl, and he's yeah. like, "Fuck this dude, I'm going, I'm going to murder this dude." 
Yeah, because ultimately what he did was like a horrible, horrible thing, but it wasn't necessary. Like, because what he did to Abby was basically yeah. humiliate her and right. make her f- try to take her own life, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is not something you go chop down a, a door for. <laughs> That's more like, yeah, yeah, you go you go rescue somebody or or right. you know, someone needs to be stopped right then and or, there. Or just go there to kick his ass. Yeah. Like beat yeah. the shit out of him. Like that would have made more sense. Um, but uh, but still, it's it's it still kind of works. Uh, yeah, the, it's a little uh, nitpicky. Yeah. yeah, but but I'm I'm there with you. Like it wasn't. It was a bit of a leap. Yeah. And I realized, okay, th- we're gonna we're gonna go here now. But it was funny because he does all this, you know, from The Shining here. He, yeah, <laughs> and you know, chopping down the door, and then he go and then he stops and he goes, "Bring your ass out here!" Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do you think he's gonna come out? Now, after you chop the door down, and then and then Dennis Reynolds just what just walks out of the room with the pistol. You think you're trying to scare me? You think you think you can scare me? And then huh? oh, uh, a gun. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he knocks he knocks him out, and then and then he uh, ties him up and makes him uh, unfortunately watch what happens to Cheryl. Go ahead and tell uh, the audience what's going on here. So yeah, he's got Cheryl. Confirmed. Oh, I for- oh, hold on. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I forgot to mention Cheryl found this room and because uh, she found a, uh, an extra room, a hidden door, and she found mm-hmm. this room, turned around, and Sean caught her. Right. right and then, right. yeah. Okay. But the back to this. Her, and he's going to make her face her fears of eating meat. So he puts, he locks her in this room by herself, no way out, and only a big slab of meat in there to eat. And he's gonna see how long that she lasts, and it's really gross. It's it's said, fucked up. It's really nasty. And yeah, he said what like six days she had been in there. Yeah, and she's, you see the meat rotting. Yeah, and... the longer she waits to eat the meat, the the the, the you know the the maggots are forming now. Yep. Um, and uh, it's kind of fucked up. And yeah, she's, she's watching she's, her on video, so he can. She's, see she's so out of it, so she's seeing things, and she's like, you yeah. know, like this. And then eventually, um, she tr- she tries her hardest not to give in. Uh, yeah. But then, um, do you see her just start? You take big bites of that rotten, disgusting, maggoty yeah. meat. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was it was fucked up, but it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah. It gets worse. So um, uh, while this is going on, uh, Sean hears somebody else in the house. He doesn't know it's this character. Basically just wanders out of the hospital. Uh, nobody even knows he's gone and goes straight back to the house. And uh, our boy here gets free from his chair. And now he's like, well, now I got to kill this motherfucker for, for realsies now. Uh, and he grabs a knife and uh, he sneaks up behind Sean. And I did not expect what what happens happens I, <laughs> I i did not see that coming at all but he yeah. after this traumatic experience this character's gone mm-hmm. he's gone and he almost gets the drop on sean and he he almost you know has the dagger up he's gonna kill him and then out of nowhere hatchet boom you know the Wait, same hatchet that. that he was using earlier that he got from the hospital um uh, the same axe, just boom! Great effect too. Like yeah. it really sunk in deep. Yeah. Um, and, and even Sean was like out. in shock. Yeah. 
Even yeah. Sean was in shock. He's like, what the fuck? What? Oh, what thank is going you. On? Yeah. And and this character is like literally looking at um Steven and he's just laughing, you know, as yeah. Steven falls down and he's dying. He's just looking at him laughing. And then Sean has him dead to rights. And so he just shoots him in the back of the head mm. and then then drags Steven's body into where she is. And I knew exactly what he was gonna do. Yeah, I knew exactly what he was gonna do. Go ahead and talk about the finale there. So that after she's eaten the disgusting rotten meat, she's bought herself a little more time, but he brings Steven's body into the room and drops it and throws a knife in the floor and says, what do you say? See, see how long you could last before you eat this. Yeah. Before you get through this. Yeah. And just her face too, her acting that, that moment yeah. too was pretty intense. Yeah. Cause she, 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 uh, had feelings for Steven. That was at, yeah. at that point. Yeah, that was and she's was like screaming, point. like fuck, she's bringing in this dead body right in front of me. Yeah. I've been tortured for six days, and now you bring in my you know, hope I, I thought was maybe my future husband, yeah. <laughs> and then like dead, and no. now you're forcing me to eat this dude. This is a crazy movie, man. Yeah, that was and a then, crazy ending, and then that's how it ends, guys. Yeah, just the the door it. shuts as she's screaming over the body of Steven, and then credits. Yeah, and uh, he, he like says something. Wild. He said something in that moment, and I don't remember what it was because I was just like, "Did he seriously just throw <laughs> her boyfriend's dead body in there to yeah. eat?" Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you said what he said. Oh. Like, uh, you know, you know, have good luck trying not to eat this or something. Yeah, like that. Oh. Uh, but he threw a fork down and a knife or something like that. Yeah, and this is the last shot you see before the door shuts, and uh, evil wins in this mm -hmm. one. This is one of these horror movies where evil wins. Evil wins like flawless victory too. There wasn't, <laughs> wasn't even a chance for anyone to win this. Like, <laughs> tore up the beat, yeah. Oh yeah, um, me too. But uh, yeah, very visceral uh, ending. It's like, oh shit. All right, yeah. movie ends like this. Okay, so I, 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 I had no issues with the ending. It's just one of those endings. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, somebody who needed help didn't get help in time and. This is what happens. This yeah. could, this is the this could happen. Yeah, there's this could happen. Interesting to be said for like what the what the story is talking about, where yeah. they're talking about these past traumas in their lives and the the dread that they feel and the weight that the their past holds on them and things, and like exploring that. Uh, yeah, leaving it untreated or leaving it, you know, as is. What what can happen? Showing what can happen if it's just left untreated, or yeah. or you just ignore it, or if you can't fight, if the beast wins, you know, like there there's something really yeah. interesting with that. The beast won basically yeah. at the end of this movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I could I could see some people watching the movie and be like, "That's it," or they're they're you know they don't like the ending because you know not that many people like it when evil wins. Um, True. Yeah. Uh, but there's you like, know. I, I have I, no I have no issues with it because sometimes it's good to have a, a different type of ending. Yeah. When you have too many happy endings all the time, it's 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 fucking horrible. It also and, defeats the purpose a lot of the time. <laughs> exactly. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. I uh, dread I, the name of the movie. Dread. dread. <laughs> and now everyone will have dread for the rest of their lives after watching <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I I 
I like yeah, how too. it ended and me it too. felt right. Like it felt correct yeah. to talk about like this character. Like, yeah, he never he's never gonna get over that. He never got over that. Yeah. And we have now explored all of that, and he has become that. Like you can become your dread. Like that's really cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh I would have I wouldn't have had any issues if Sean died also. Like they all died. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have had a problem with that either. Like Sean still gets it. Mm-hmm. But uh but no, the movie's like, no, dread. You're gonna have dread. <laughs> so oh. yeah, crazy movie, man. Crazy movie. Yeah. 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 But it yeah, was, I really liked it. I think it kind of like for me, just like thinking from a writing standpoint, it's a little bit nitpicking, but like it how Book of Blood had that whole like what felt like a tangential middle. Yeah. And really the story is the beginning and the end. I felt like this one may have been a little bit that too. Like the, right. there was a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff like in the middle of the movie where they were just kind of working on their thesis and not much happening, you know, in yeah. terms of like their, their own psychoses or, or what they were dealing with. Yeah. So it kind of was uh, treading water for a little while. And yeah. I thought, I agree that out then, then, you know, you've got yeah. a really like tight knit thriller, but right. That being said, like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I really, I really like the opening, and uh, yeah, there was so much stuff that, like, I, I usually judge a movie's merits just for me personally, like, on what I'm gonna remember, what really sticks with me, and yeah. so I'm gonna remember this shit pretty well. Like, did you get a new poster in the back? Is that a new poster on the left, or? Oh, that is, in the mood for love. Oh, okay. What's on? Uh, that? Oh, dude, Walker that's Walker. insane, bro. Night of the Hunter. Dude, we got to talk about the hunter in the future. We have I, that's that's one of my favorites. That I four K, but oh 4K, yeah, four no. K, bro. I have four K. Oh my god! But so what's crazy about you mentioning uh, in the mood for love on the right mm -hmm. is I literally uh, on Saturday just interviewed uh, you know uh, action director icon Jude Poyer mm. uh, for his movie Mayhem, which is wild. Yeah. You'll you'll Mayhem. But he has a poster of In the Mood for Love on the back. Oh, that's hilarious. We talked about it. So that's good. That's insane, dude. That's amazing. That's kind of cool. That's a great that's movie. Cool. If you've ever seen it, it's talk about the horniest movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is. Whew. Uh, would the Hunter be uh, considered a dark comedy? Because <laughs> uh, there were some moments in that movie where I was like, oh, this is like him in crazy. The and then there was moments in that movie I was busting up laughing, bro. So I don't yeah. know. That's don't a pretty know. that's a pretty up and down kind of movie. We'll talk about it in the future for, for sure. sure. We've got to revisit that one. That's it. Next Gen Yang, The Hunter and Rawhead Rex. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what we're gonna do. There's a plethora of options out there. Uh but this was a blast, brother. Bring yeah, it back, man. kicking in the new year, 2024, son, with the Parker style. Yeah, Yin Yang reviews coming back. Uh, we'll discuss. Uh, the, it won't be. It won't be a weekly show like it was kind of yeah. <laughs> last year. Yeah, we were doing pretty well there for a little while. <laughs> uh, it, I'm so I'm so busy now, and you're so busy now. Oh, yeah, that uh, making it a weekly show will be kind of tough, but yeah. it'll definitely be a monthly show for sure. Yeah, uh, uh, I can. Make if that we can, and sure. if I'm free, and we could sneak in two a week. I mean, two a month. Uh, that'd be fun. Oh, so. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely done. No, I had a blast. I, and like, I feel like watching movies like this back to back 
where it's just kind of like whiplashing back and forth between things. Yeah. Like, yeah, there were a lot of similarities with these two, like, you know, Clive Barker themed, but I thought it was really cool that one was ghosts in the afterlife and other dimensions and whatever. And then dread is just like this internal, very like grounded kind of slasher, almost like psychological slasher. Right. Yeah. right. It was yeah. really, it was a really interesting pairing. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Busy says, "Why are you live streaming at eight in the morning?" <laughs> well, it's not eight in the morning where I where I live at. So <laughs> it would be eight in the morning where you're at. You don't uh, want to see me at actually eight in the morning, man. <laughs> no, we're we're on evening time over here right now. So yeah, uh, actually later for you, right? A little bit later for you. Oh no, I'm I'm LA. I'm it's five it's six uh, six thirty for me now. Oh okay okay. I thought you're East Coast for some reason. I'm from the East Coast. Ah okay. I still have for, my East Coast like that. phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll call people sometimes. They'll be like, "Where the hell is two oh seven? Maine, my friend. That's Maine. Maine area yeah. code no one has ever seen. That's right. The 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 land of Stephen King novels. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but this is a blast, man. Always talking yeah, movies yeah. with you. Uh, if you guys are curious, definitely check out both films. Uh, Dread and Book of Blood are on Tubi. And Watch again, that's D R E A D, not D R E D D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I love both oh, of those movies, even yeah. the Stallone one. I I mean, the Stallone one's a guilty pleasure, man. <laughs> Stallone one's a guilty pleasure of mine. And make sure you guys check out our last one. This was great. We had a blast with this one. Yeah, that one is really fun. Uh, will will we revisit or not revisit? But will we talk about this the sequels? I don't know. But sometimes they come back. I don't know if we'll maybe maybe we'll see. It depends on how we feel. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, like yeah. there are two more sequels, right? I There's think like, there are two two more. Yeah, right. I've right. never seen them, so I don't know, and I haven't heard much about them, with which is also very telling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I know, right? Uh, but this was a blast. Uh, Y'all know what you need to do. That's right. Follow Billy Hansen. Link is in the description box below of this video. Follow him on his filmmaking journey. Make sure you guys check out Bone Cold, Amazon Prime, Peacock. And Bone Cold will be coming in uh, to, to Tubi in March, correct? March, yep. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. March 18th. I, I think that's when it is. But it'll yeah, be exclusively yeah. on Tubi. Yeah, there you go, guys. All right, guys. Keep watching movies. Keep being awesome. Got tons of stuff next week. Versus... Oh, yeah, it's been a year versus the extremely popular series on the channel. It's been a year versus <laughs> is returning next week. And we have a huge, gigantic panel of special guests. And uh, just wait, just wait. I'm going to do I'm going to do a, I'm going to have the community vote because uh, I like to do that for every versus. I'll have the community vote for which movie they think is better. And then if we have a tie during versus. They can break the tie. Oh, nice. But wait till you see, just wait till you see both movies. <laughs> if you're a channel member and patron, patron member, hey, you guys already know what we're doing next week. But uh, yeah, it, people are going to be like, oh, fuck this. They're going to have, there's going to bring an emotion. It's going to be an emotion. They're going to be like, what? Oh, this is a bullshit. Or, oh, man, I can't wait to see this. That's good. That's the emotion I'm looking for. So oh, yeah, amazing. stay tuned next Thursday. At 5 p.m. versus returns, maybe. All right, guys. Thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And enjoy. Enjoy yourself. Hopefully, you guys have a great weekend. I'll be working. <laughs> got, paid, got paid bills. Got paid <laughs> bills. Uh, but, uh, you know, this platform is all about uh, discussing 
cinema, baby. Yeah. Hanging out with Awesome Pilly. Awesome. Little, 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 little. I've had right there. Oh, speak you, of probably, English. you probably can't see it, but it's speak a... Speak of English. Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> what, what, what is that? Let me blow it up. Oh, I was, just showing, I was just showing you that I have a script right here, but you can't see it because it's all Ooh. blanked out. <laughs> That's literally what I have to my right. So as soon as we're done is, here... Is, is, the script, is the script horny? Uh, oh, It's going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> what, I will tell you... Will I you wrote, have a birth defect character? <laughs> I'm going to have a horrifically ugly character with a mole on her face. That's gonna be the only thing that's going to be wrong. Maybe glasses. No, she has to be paint. gorgeous. She's got to be yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> a really handsome guy. And have oh, yeah, like yeah. one mole with a tiny hair sticking out. Yeah. And uh, he, that's his trauma. Everybody makes fun of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go, mole, 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 mole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. Bye.